Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Revolutionize the Stage podcast. I'm Emily Heidel, and we're back with a reoccurring guest, our yes. first reoccurring guest. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No one wanted to come here again? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Um, let it be known that actually I did not invite him. He asked. Yeah, I invited myself in. <laughs> he invited himself uh. in. But uh, I guess if you're listening to this and you're not watching the video and you are not aware of who this voice is, can you introduce yourself I'm again? I'm Danny Kim from the YouTube channel DKDKTV. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a YouTuber mostly. Uh, I've been doing YouTube for five years. We have about 730, 40? Five years? Yeah, yeah. Wow. 740,000 subscribers. We do videos about K-pop and the Korean wave. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I'm here, uh, because not as a YouTuber, uh, but as a band member of my band, Pira. Mm -hmm. So I play guitar and also I'm one of the main songwriters in the band. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's why I invited myself in. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted people to listen to my music and I'm here to promote it. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, we're, we're happy to have you here. You know, uh, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, I thought this was like a behind the scenes sort of podcast. Uh, we actually oh, it is did. behind the scenes. It is. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> but not necessarily with artists themselves. So, uh, but we did have um, an indie, Korean indie artist uh, come on the podcast about three or four weeks ago. His name is Jang, uh, Jang Ik Lee. And uh, you can go check out that episode. But Danny saw that and was like, <laughs> hey, I want to do that. I want to be a guest. Yeah. For our 30 listeners. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hello, 30 people. Hello. Thanks for being here. Is but your mom part of the 30 listeners? No, none of my family listens to any oh. of my podcasts. <laughs> very sad. <laughs> Some of my friends sometimes do, okay. but only if the guest interests them. So it's. Not I listen to a few. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ours. Uh -huh. And also the indie guy. Okay. Yeah. And also, I forget, someone, uh, like some YouTuber. Full uh, Squad? Yeah, okay. Full Squad, maybe. <laughs> we met you, like, right <laughs> after. And anyway, okay. Okay. Okay, but you mentioned, okay, so first of all, like Danny said, he's a part of an indie group called Pira. Yeah. Okay, you guys have one, two, three, six five, six. No, no, uh, people in the in the group. Oh, the, six people. Yes, yeah, six people. Um, you are the, you're one of the rhythmic guitarists. Is that what it like? Rhythm, gu rhythm, rhythm guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I play lead on songs that I wrote, and the other guitarist, uh, he's a better guitarist than me. Um, so he mostly plays a lot of the lead, mm -hmm. uh, on songs he wrote, mm -hmm. and they're usually more complex solos. So. Wait, so there's Jongsun, Alex, Donghun, Yujun, and then you. And then there's a new person. Oh, okay. Her name is Anna Lee. Oh. She's also a YouTuber. She has like 300,000 subscribers or something. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, she. I just uh, asked her to join our band. Literally the day we met, I was like, because uh, she was classically trained. Oh. She's a classically trained violinist. Uh -huh. So I'm like, hey, uh, you know how to play an instrument? Mm -hmm. uh, you should join our band. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and then she surprisingly liked the experience. So she was like, oh, I, she decided to uh, continue oh, really? with us. So yeah. But she doesn't play violin. She plays keys here. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. Okay, so you guys have a keyboardist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's our keyboardist. And oh, nice. she adds a lot of classical touches to our music now. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will it still have that sort of rock 
feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like you said, you are a YouTuber, and we'll get into more talking about Anna and, like, what's going to be next for Pira, but mm. you're a YouTuber, and I was watching, I think, David, the intro to David's reaction to Simp, your, oh, our, their first music video. No, not first. Yeah, it was, was it our first, first. First music video, um, I don't Simp. like that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't you like direct it? Uh, yeah, basically filmed the in- and edited and directed the entire music video myself. Mm-hmm. And at Xander's studio, I guess. At Xander's studio. Yeah. Uh, the total budget was about $80, and that was mostly for the vegetables that were involved. So, like, basically, this is a song about a simp yeah. that sees a hot girl at a bar and he imagines all this, like, you know crazy shit that he would do um mm-hmm. to get the girl and like the chorus is i'm gonna kill your boyfriend it's a very incel-y song you know incel <laughs> incel what does that mean again? incel incelibate i don't know it's oh. basically those guys that are like can't get laid and uh. they, they get really angry at women and just <laughs> society in general oh uh, like but it was like a role play so like we were going into the head of this person i didn't write it by the way <laughs> <laughs> our bassist Alex wrote it uh-huh. uh, but yeah it was it was just like a fun like dumb song that we did and it was very easy to record because it's like a very simple song so mm-hmm. that's what we decided to record first mm-hmm. um, and that's basically why we uh, made that video first it was like a test drive for us because oh. it was a simple song yeah okay yeah and the plot is basically like this guy walks into a bar sees this hot girl and then um in the music video, he's actually the waiter. The waiter sees a hot oh. girl at a table, mm-hmm. and then he starts imagining like this cr- these crazy things about killing the boyfriend. That's with the girl, mm. <laughs> and we ex- express that with cutting up vegetables, um, <laughs> like cucumbers and carrots and whatnot, eggplants. and yeah, eggplants. eggplants, lots of eggplants, and there's lots of blood, and yeah, yeah, oh it's God. basically his imagination. And uh, you came up with the music video uh, concept? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to walk out of this room now? <laughs> I figured I was like, yeah. probably Dan. It was very childish, I would say. It was It was funny. It was yeah, definitely funny. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you said it took like 24 hours, no, 12 hours to film, right? Yeah, it took 12 hours to film, uh, mostly because I was in the music video, but I was also shooting it. Oh, shit, really? So I was doing everything. Was yeah, Xander I was, not there? No, no, it was... 100% filmed by uh, me and maybe the help of Alex, yeah. So you were just using his studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, basically wow. that's what happened. Yeah. Whoa. I was going to say, I was like, how did... Because I know Xander's price. It's not $80. Like, no, there's no. no way you could have... Anyway, so that, yeah. that total... Oh, and it's Alex's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the studio costs are zero because the art bassist owns the studio. Right. Half of the studio, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Just side note. Does he mm. still own half or is it all Xander now? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, okay. I hope he owns half so okay. that I can use it again. <laughs> use it okay. Um, okay, so I keep trying to ask this question. I keep getting sidetracked, but this is these are good stories. Um, you mentioned, oh, yeah, at the beginning of, like, the reaction to that simp music video, um, you were at the Han River, and you were saying how the reason why you started this was so that you could get a break from YouTubing. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. Can you tell us the reason behind that? I know the reason, or because you kind of, well, you said it, but can you give people a, a background? What was my reason? Um, you said it was after, like, that Oh, cancel train? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, like, as a YouTuber that deals with a lot of K-pop news, there's, 
a lot of things that can uh, lead to controversy. We're on thin ice. So, you know, I used to be pretty relevant back in the day where people would go on Twitter and, you know, mass cancel me. Now I don't think I'm as relevant, I'm feeling these days, because, like, there, I don't see any, like, shit on Twitter as much, you okay. know? So right. I feel kind of sad, honestly, in some <laughs> ways. It's like, it's like we need to, like, to a certain extent, like, that's a, that's a metric of your uh, relevancy is how much people hate you. Mm. You know, like, if people stop caring, yeah. then it's like, you know, um, people don't care about what you say, mm. right? So I'm still sad, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants people uh, to hate him pretty much. Uh, I want people to care about what I say. Yeah. But anyway. Hey, I, you have a lot of people that care about what you say. Yeah. If you go, Thank if you. you guys go to Pira's YouTube channel, of course it makes sense. But like, like 100% of the comments are like, I'm here because of Danny. I'm here because of Danny. Yeah. Like 200 plus I comments. feel kind of bad about that though. Why? Because like all the hard work that the rest of the band put in, you know, like it's like but it kind of gets the reason they're there. I mean, no, no, no. Sorry, oh. no, 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 no. I didn't mean like that. I didn't mean like that. No, no, no. no. I hope my band no. may still no, see no, this no. shit. No, oh. I meant to. It's gonna be worse for you. I meant to rephrase it as like, like, like you have to be there because uh, okay. Uh, uh, let me, I, well, okay. Here's the thing. Okay, I open a lot of doors. I feel for the band itself because you're just there for the clout. No one else. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> no, trying to say. <laughs> I, I'm, I open a lot of doors for the band, I uh -huh. feel, because, you know, I have a background on YouTube and have a lot of followers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, take any indie band that we gig with. Um, no hate on them. I think, uh, like, we gig every, like, two, three weeks mm -hmm. uh, in Hongdae, like, in the indie scene of Korea. Mm -hmm. And we usually go on stage with like three or four different bands that night. Mm -hmm. And all the bands, I would say musically, they're probably more talented than we are and they have better music. But um, they have like one tenth at most of like the following that we have. I mean, we don't even have a big following either, but like, but that's thanks to, I guess, my subscribers. Mm -hmm. So shout out, I guess. Ducks, shout out Ducks. <laughs> but, uh, you also call them that, Ducks? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, I also feel, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like, I feel like a sense of guilt maybe because it feels like I'm kind of cheating the system <sighs> and I'm only there because of my followers. It feels like, you know, like, Say Paris Hilton, she DJs, right? Yeah. But no one takes her seriously as a DJ. Hey, I mean, get it how you live it. You know? <laughs> I know, but like, <laughs> what do like, you wear say a mask? She's, say she's like, you know, headlining, you know, Ultra, you know, Ultra Music Festival. Mm -hmm. it, it, it feels like she's there because she's Paris Hilton, not because she's a DJ, right? I'm not saying I'm Paris Hilton of Korean indie music, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying it feels like, it feels kind of wrong to like, get attraction get traction and get interest off of other things other than music uh, and I then that you. leads to doors being open for us but it, i don't know it feels kind of bad and another thing about it is that like all the comments on our music videos are usually about me oh, so mm -hmm. i feel kind of bad for the rest of the band you know? how do your bandmates do they ever comment on that no i don't think they ever do no, no. Meaning like... I know. think they, they like it. Okay. I, I hope. <laughs> okay, 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 I see. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I mean, oh. I can't imagine... I mean, it totally makes sense, but yeah. like, 
uh, the way you're feeling, but I'm sure they would rather this than yeah, the no, opposite. no gig, right, you know? right, no yeah. Do you ever have fans like ducks to come to your gigs? Um, like Hongdae, I feel like you'd get recognized pretty, pretty often. And s- see, here's the thing: I feel like there's people in the crowd. Like whenever we gig, there's usually like twenty, thirty people, which is full house in Hongdae standards. Okay. <laughs> Yo, know, the Korean indie scene is very sad, guys. Okay. <laughs> it's very sad. Uh-huh. Uh but uh yeah, um it's uh there's usually like a few people that I feel like they recognize me and they want to say something, but they don't. And How no do you one know has that? ever uh they're usually uh a not Korean. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so that kind of narrows it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person might be my subscriber. And like because ap- they're not Korean. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm like is that xenophobia or no, what do you call like, that? It's just funny. <laughs> racial <know>. profiling. <laughs> kind of uh, a little bit. Okay. okay I they racially might- profile them. <laughs> okay. They might be my subscriber. <laughs> That's so Oh my god. Uh and, and also like after like we finish the gig and I'm like having a drink or something then they're like constantly looking at in this direction but that might be just me just thinking you know way over my head honestly i remember i was watching video and david was like i don't really go to hongdae or itaewon because i get recognized a lot yeah no one recognizes me (laughs) 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 i want people to recognize and usually like i i have accounts online where there's like oh this this guy uh i saw him at a restaurant somewhere at a diner, he was eating alone. I'm usually eating alone. Uh, <laughs> they say that about you. And and he's such he's such a weird guy. I saw him on Tinder. Like this was a few years ago, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, you want to come to my place or some shit like that?" Which I might may or may not have done. I don't really remember. But mm-hmm. I saw comments like that, and after that, oh. I feel really weird because like I have a feeling that like people recognize me but they don't want to say hi because oh. maybe they don't like me or something i don't know or maybe they're shy or maybe they're but the, but then i feel like i have to behave oh uh, yeah <laughs> oh yeah you, you know kinda... like in certain places especially when there's not korean people <laughs> i feel like oh shit <laughs> i'm just like racially profiled. oh my god <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> they're gonna keep this in this is good okay this is okay good. okay um, is this podcast gonna get canceled for the n- first time ever that's good y- for the podcast right <laughs> Like at least <laughs> people are caring, <laughs> but but yeah, it, it, you know it's it's his views do not reflect mine. Okay, okay, let's just say that. Okay. I'll put that at the beginning. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I mean that makes sense though. <clears throat> okay, I, I guess we we totally got off topic. But yeah. um, is there a time limit to this? No, this podcast. No, no. Okay. No, I'm like. Hold on, let me look at the. Thing. Okay. Okay, I um, could go all day. I know, I know you could. Um, so. Pira, what is the meaning behind the name? <laughs> so, sudden topic change. Uh, Pira is, uh, it's uh, in Korean, Pira, Pita. Uh, it's like a, uh, I don't know pira what. Pira. pita. Uh, it, it means, Pita means bloom. Oh. And then Pira means I will bloom or we will bloom. Or, ah. uh, we shall bloom. Something like that. So your earring. Oh, oh, I have a flower earring. He has a flower earring. I don't know if you can see, but... Did yeah. you wear that specifically for this? Uh, no, no. I bought it like two weeks ago. Um. Uh, this earring, mm-hmm. it's my mom's. Oh. I just stole it from her. Oh, okay. And then my skin grew over the back. What? <laughs> no. Wait, let me see. 
I don't know. I can't see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did not grow over the back. Yeah, it did. Out. It did. I can't take it out, so I have to go to the hospital. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I haven't taken it out since like six months ago. Because I, I, I don't like really change out earrings. I see the back of the earring, though. Yeah, yeah but it's like stuck. So, yeah, but that's that's a whole so different hurts. story. Yeah, I can't take it out. Oh the my. skin grew over. So, guys, uh, you should like take your earrings out regularly <gasps> to oh. make sure your skin doesn't grow over it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Danny. Um. Oh, Danny just has like so many stories. <laughs> like, all right. Well, oh, if you guys go to uh, Pira's no. YouTube channel um, mm. or Instagram, you will see. The reason why I asked that was because um, their f- album photo or uh, the simp photo yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a flower right 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 right, right. Mm-hmm. that was also my idea I have, i'm full of ideas <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of ideas um one of the videos that you you wrote the song you directed it and then you composed it was yeah. fo- follow, follow you, you right yeah. um which has actually it's really interesting like your 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 clothes are like green screened. Uh, like, my yeah, my sweater is. First yeah, of all, yeah. I, I really do like that song. Oh, thank you. I really actually like. No lie, I saved it. I like that oh, song. I like it. I do. I like it I listen, too. Yeah. So <laughs> good job, Danny. Yeah, um, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do good jobs. Okay, so um, besides that song, okay, so actually no, just tell us what is that song about? Uh, it's about being a stalker. <laughs> following this girl so we have a like a connected theme here it's like a simp <laughs> this guy is following this girl uh yeah we're a bunch of creepers but uh <laughs> then we got the female voice thanks to anna ah. so, so. oh she's in it, in it oh no no she, she wasn't in the oh, band oh, oh, oh. at that time oh, i see what you're saying yeah. i was like what uh oh, but that's a saying. joke yeah by the way <laughs> it's not about following a girl mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically, um, um, it's basically about following your instincts. So you, the, the, the song that's directed, the, the, the entity that it's directed at is the instincts, your intuition inside of you, basically. Okay. So uh, it's basically about, oh, I'll follow my intuition, even though sometimes I feel unsure about myself mm. and um if you look at the music video there's a lot of like butterflies yeah especially monarch butterflies mm-hmm. and that's because uh i got inspired from like the monarch butterflies they go through three generations to go from mexico to canada what they travel yeah every single year they and in in the process like one generation dies and then the next generation carries the trip on. Wow. Like in the middle of somewhere in the USA. Aww. And go keeps going on north. Mm-hmm. And they don't know why. Mm. But they just follow their intuition. That's their intuition, right? Wow. So I got inspired from that story. And basically, yeah, that's what that's what happened. Yeah. So oh, okay. And you're so like, like they they don't know where they're going. Mm. Like that's the thing. Like they don't know where they're going. They're following their but they're fi- following their intuition yeah. and they're hoping that it leads the right way so That's the sick. song's about following your intuition even though you don't know where you're going and you feel unsure do you feel unsure about your journey yes you do 
a hundred percent. I feel like ever since we first met back in 2019, <coughs> yeah. which it feels like forever ago, but yeah. it's only two years ago. Uh, you, I feel like every conversation you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I say that every single day these days too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a, I'm going through, actually, no, this has been all my life. <laughs> This has been as long my as entire known life. You. You've had a perpetual yeah. like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know where you're going? This shit got like real deep. <laughs> I know. Do I know where I'm going? I have an idea of what I. I'm actually very content with what I'm doing now. Oh. Because for me, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very like. Uh, I think a lot. Mm-hmm. Just, just by myself. Like I like to be my by, by myself mm-hmm. and. Uh, when I'm by myself, I feel like a very different person than when I'm with people. Mm. Uh, when I'm with people, I don't really show a lot of emotion. Mm. But when I'm by myself, I'm very confused and a lonely soul. Mm. <laughs> is this bad? I'm very depressed, I think. Well, Do you is... think I'm depressed? Can you make a diagnosis? <laughs> I don't know if you're depressed. You know, depression diagnose or uh, 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 symptoms. Yeah. Um, usually are like you don't want to do anything and you like just like you put everything off Uh, but you don't you don't seem to do that uh, that's only because I have a job and I'm very professional yeah but sometimes depression can even bleed into that yeah that's true yeah that's true that's what I'm saying yeah yeah okay so I don't know. You probably you might. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not giving you a diagnosis. It's all clear now. <laughs> <laughs> He's not depressed. Um, but stop being a little bitch. Oh, <laughs> you said that last sad. time. You said that last time. Stop. <laughs> when you say stop being a little bitch and get money or something like that. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. So back to Pira. Uh, Pira. Am I? Would P- you write Pira? Pira. Or Pira, Pira. Yeah. Pira. Whatever you want to say. Pira. Yeah. Pira. Pira. Yeah. Pira, okay. Um, okay, so the okay the meaning behind the name is you're blooming. Yeah. Um, and is there like a story? Like, I guess more actually back to the question that I had before when you were like, okay, I'm getting canceled and I need a break from YouTubing. Why was why was being a part of a band the solution? Um, well, I was in a band like when I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And... Right up until I did YouTube, I was in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always like, wanted to be a musician. Mm-hmm. That, that was uh, my dream. But mm-hmm. um, then like this other guy that I was in a band with, uh, he was writing songs, I was writing songs, and I realized his songs were way better than mine. Mm-hmm. And he was, a, he, I thought he w- it was like close to being a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And the thing was, like, none of it was taking off or doing anything. Mm -hmm. So I realized if he can't make it, then I can't make it. So I kind of gave up Mm. um, trying to, like, chase that dream. Okay. And um, I kind of stopped playing guitar. I stopped making songs Mm. and really doing anything related to music. I see. And it was kind of like a sudden, like, cold turkey quit because, like, up until I was like age 24, um, all I did was like just make music mm-hmm. and just play guitar. Mm-hmm. And that was basically my, I, I didn't really have a social life. Okay. Like, that was all I did. I worked out and then just made music. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> but then I realized, okay, I'm not talented at this. So I quit cold turkey and then I got into YouTube, uh. which was like 
you know, it was a full-time job and I was excited. Uh, I'm still excited. Mm-hmm. Not as much maybe, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like initially it was something really fun for me mm-hmm. and it was another creative outlet because I was making this new form of media. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got carried away with that. And then I guess, you know, after a while, the initial like excitement fades mm. and then you look for something else that's yeah. creative. Yeah. So like for me, I think like I needed that creative outlet yeah. and music was always my go-to creative outlet. Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, that was what I did. How did you find your band members? Uh, we just, uh, I just searched up online and. Isn't yeah. that like an app? There's like a website that's okay. like an indie musician website. Okay. Uh, mostly for like people that play instruments. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Mule. Mm. It's actually the biggest like used instrument market mm. in, in Korea. So mm-hmm. like that's where I went and I uh, I saw that they were like having a concert. They were hold, holding a gig in two months and their guitarist had just left. Okay. So like I hadn't picked up my guitar in like two three years mm. <laughs> so I, but i i like f- the thing with me is i'm very goal driven mm-hmm. so like i like to have hard set goals to just push myself yeah and i had to like kind of relearn how to play in two two months mm-hmm. to get ready for the gig so mm-hmm. so yeah that's what i did i was like okay this is a good challenge so mm-hmm. that's how it started and yeah and then we got new members right like, yeah yeah so i said okay next year we're gonna make an album Mm. And then that's what happened with uh, last year. Excuse this me. year, we're also uh, trying to make an album. I don't know if we can finish it, though. Yeah. By the end of the year. Yeah, I don't think we can finish it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, Why uh, not? Uh, um, recording's hard, you know? Yeah, recording yeah. takes a long time. That's one of the things I remember when we met last year. You were like, good Lord. Like, it's first of all, it's expensive. Yeah, Second yeah. of all, like, it's just, like, a lot of these professional companies, you were saying they, the effects or like the what's the mastering or whatever it yeah, is mastering? they put on the voice or like the tu- no, no, no. tuning the tuning that's what the it was vocal called tuning? the vocal tuning you yeah. were like that is really i don't know if it was hard or just like oh no it, it takes a lot of work that's the thing oh. like so so um like for example vocal tuning a lot of that is done by hand so okay um unless you want like a certain effect like a t-pain style auto tune mm. where it's like extreme mm-hmm like if you want really subtle, like just corrections, mm-hmm. then that takes a lot of time. It's mm. just all going individually, note by note, by hand. But that's wow. actually not the most expensive part of the recording process. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say just like recording an album itself is a very tiring process. Why? Like you're listening to the, first of all, you're listening to the same song like 10 hours straight. Uh, <laughs> you're okay. working on this shit for 10 hours. And like at that time we weren't, um really used to recording so we were like kind of stumbling our way to figuring out like what an ef- effective like time efficient uh method would be now we kind of know but like back then we didn't know so we were going over the same line you know like for two hours mm-hmm. trying to get it right mm-hmm. in all honesty like if we had a professional producer there mm-hmm. he would just go like okay that's good enough we can fix it in post because <laughs> ah. because the thing is like we're not like our singer won't be able to get that like we have to find out we, we have to like make a decision that we will never get it oh, so okay. we, we're just gonna fix it as much as we can in post mm. it's not a good way i guess some mm. might not call it like you know pure mm. or true indie but uh it's oh. what gets the job done 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, first of all, you mentioned true indie, but then you also mentioned, like, that's what a good, like, a professional producer would do. Yeah. Like, so who acts as the producer w- amongst you guys? Uh, For the last recording, uh, it was me, mm-hmm. mostly, and then also for his songs, Tonghun, uh, he's the mm-hmm. other guitarist. So, like, for songs that were uh, I wrote, then I would basically be the producer, mm-hmm. and then Tonghun, he would be the producer for his songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's tough because, like, uh, like for me, like I have my own philosophies. Mm-hmm. I don't really like like tuning, you know, like vocal tuning mm-hmm. or whatever tuning. Like we 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 tune like drum beats too. Yeah. Yeah. Like all, what? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all the individual drums. Yeah. They're tracked separately, so we have like twelve different mics Whoa. on every single drum. And then, wow! But this is not just something that just we do. Like basically, all the bands do this. Like they would push or like you know pull mm. some of the drum you know tracks in order to you know maybe create a certain effect or maybe just like have be more on time. Yeah. For me, like I kind of like having just like mistakes in albums. Yeah. For me, that adds like a human touch, and it's like a oh, like I see what they did here. You know, oh, they made a mistake. It's it's kind of fun. Like I, I I like, I find it fun to find mistakes in albums, and I think that adds a very human element. Mm. And I think that's part of what's you know being a, in a band is about. Like it's mm. like you got five different people, six different people. They're all trying to sit, play the same thing. It's kind of impossible to be all in sync. Mm. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that. But the rest of the band members did not like that. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wanted to be perfect. Yeah. So um, there was a lot of back and forth. Uh, eventually, we basically didn't tune like 99% of the vocals. I, I was very firm on that. Yeah. Actually, a lot of our uh, listeners in the comments did not like that. They said they were like, and then I think they said they didn't like the unsteady vocals. But then. I liked it. Right. They A lot of people were like, well, actually, Danny purposefully did it that way. Well, it wasn't purposely because it was oh. the best we could do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were trying to go for a perfect, you know, we were trying to go for a perfect uh, recreation of what we had written. Uh. But it's just that we can't cr- recreate it perfectly. And I think that's okay. I think the way, whoever was the couple of comments it was, they said, like, it, it shows, like, the wavering human emotions or something like that like that was the well, way i don't think I, I don't consider it that deep but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, some of your, your listeners your, whatever your you want to think viewers thought such. no we were just unskilled <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. yeah yeah like i mean listen to the beatles records they're full of like mistakes are they really yeah yeah there there's so many mistakes in the beatles records really? uh and like my favorite bands like Led zeppelin mm-hmm. oh they like jimmy page he's the lead guitarist in Led zeppelin he makes so many mistakes oh. especially live but like oh. even in recordings he he's uh not like the perfect perfect player mm. uh but that just adds taste is what i feel and i yeah. like that you mentioned how yeah. it's like if you try to tune it too much, it's not true indie. It's true indie supposed to be just like raw. Um, I feel like what, like pop production, mm. everything's on beat, everything's yeah. four on four by four, and everything's like you know, there's a very certain expectation of pop production where mm-hmm. you expect it to be kind of perfect, mm. and that's what you listen to pop for. Mm-hmm. I feel like indie music, um, 
a lot of times the way it differentiates itself is just its raw quality. But I think that that all depends on the artist too, though. Mm. Like for me, that's just my vision of what I feel like you know my music should be. Mm-hmm. But I have nothing against tuning uh, drum beats or vocals. Yeah. Do you know who Nan Sochan is? She's no. like a or they're like an indie. Hold on, you probably have heard. Let me let me just pull it up. I was like looking at different non oh Sesonan uh, Sesonan yeah they're my favorite uh, indie musician really yeah it seems like they're pretty popular yeah 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 huh. they, they're they're great really yeah are they kind of the beginning of that song the like, yeah, yeah it yeah. sounds very like dissonant raw. yeah 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 dissonant. yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah. They're really good. They are. <laughs> I don't know. I just think of like when I think of. I guess. I guess now I'm thinking about a lot of indie groups. They do sound kind of just raw, like yeah. when they when they play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. Now, you mentioned also gigging. Is that what you say? Like when you were gigging? Yeah. Yeah. Gig? Giggity. We, we, we gig. <laughs> okay. Giggity. <laughs> that should be the name of someone's band. Giggity. Yeah. Giggity. Giggity. Yeah. Um, but no, you were saying that. Uh, when you're gigging, oh, first of all, also, Jang, uh, we didn't talk about this on the podcast in the episode, but afterwards we were talking about it, and he was saying that Hongdae is like, Hongdae is like the main indie scene, scene yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. in terms of live music, yes. Mm, yeah. Okay. Is it all in that, like, one little street pocket thing? No, no, no. It's kind of everywhere, but mostly, like, in the, you know, the airport railroad oh kind of yeah yeah yeah. like it's in the you know where the, everybody's busking yeah yeah like behind in the small alleys there's a lot uh, of like clubs there yeah okay uh, so uh usually like you said you have three to four different bands yeah that are uh yeah. performing at night mm. is it competitive um like are y'all chill with each other like do you guys oh, kick oh, it? Oh. <sighs> there's a mix though like really? uh so like it's basic etiquette this is I guess, yeah, basic etiquette uh-huh. and culture of indie, uh, the, the indie scene here is um, no matter, like, you know, your place in the uh, lineup, mm-hmm. say you're first, you stay until the end. Oh. Yeah, you have to watch the entire thing. Oh, really? Because they consider it, I guess, rude to just right. li- leave midway. Yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah, and you're all supporti- supportive of each other. Oh, that's so, good. So, like, you know, it's, it's like you're cheering them on they're mm-hmm. cheering you on yeah but there will be a few bands that are like you know not clapping they're like oh really <laughs> really yeah. oh shit and also to be honest like i'll sometimes think oh this band's like i can do better oh my gosh but i don't say it to them like i don't mm. say like oh you guys suck because like at the end of the day we're all just trying to like you know have fun yeah are any of them like trying to become like professional also that's the thing like are you guys go- like would you do you want this to be like a thing, a thing to make money off of and stuff i don't hope it to be like i don't like wish it to be okay in the sense that i i, I don't feel like we're good enough nor are we like you know yeah we're not good enough <laughs> no one gives a shit <laughs> okay i'm just happy to be making my own music and uh, there's mm-hmm. a few people that are listening to it and mostly it's just for myself like, what uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah why is the korean indie scene a mess like you said why is it dead oh dead is that what you said 
it's dead and it's not a mess. There is it's just it's dead. just dead. <laughs> Why? Why? There's no there's nothing to be a mess. Uh, <laughs> it's just dead. So it's so there's there is room for more people to get into it and like um I think like it's not saturated. Uh, I mean it would be very easy to get in. I I feel oh, okay. I feel. I, but I'm also saying this from a perspective where I'm a YouTuber with a following, so like. Whenever we write for the auditions, like you have to write a basic profile, mm-hmm. and then when they see your subscribers, uh, they're like, "Oh, holy shit! Okay, you're in." <laughs> really? Wow. I mean, it, I I don't want to like discredit our work, but uh, I feel like because like one of the club uh, owners, yeah, he's uh, it's actually I won't name it, but it's actually one of the oldest. I think it's the oldest club in the Korean indie scene. It's like mm-hmm. the birthplace of Korean indie, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, he kind of changed his attitude after he saw my YouTube channel. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was like not really caring about. Oh, uh, he was like, work. oh, you're one of those kids. And then he's like, oh, okay, you have a YouTube channel. Oh, so, but, I uh, see. but regardless of that, I feel like there's a lot of like bands coming and going. Mm-hmm. So it's not very competitive, I feel. Um, and I think that's because of a numerous, numerous events, but, uh, Number one is uh, there was like a huge uh, backlash. I actually made a video about it on YouTube. There was like this big event in 2005. That was like the heyday of Korean indie. Mm -hmm. That was when like there were actual big indie bands that were making it public Mm -hmm. and like, you know, making it mainstream, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the time. Sorry? Is Hyako indie? No, yeah, Hyako is indie. Okay. He's, he's, yeah, he's from Hongdae. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, like, it was like the, the Korean punk scene was really big. Like, No Brain, Crying Nut. These are all, like, OG mm-hmm. Korean punk bands. Mm-hmm. And then this one punk band called Couch uh, came on Music Bank or Music Core. <gasps> oh. Before, before Music Bank, I think. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then, basically, he started, like, T- pulling his pants down yeah. and like <laughs> jumping up and down. Oh my god! Oh. And and there were like uh they invited all these other like punk bands mm-hmm. to come on stage with them. Yeah. So there were like a four or five different bands. Yeah. And yeah, this was live. Wow. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this was the first thing that I saw when I came from Canada to move to Korea. Really? At the airport, I was like 14, 13. <laughs> And uh, like literally at the airport, there was a television, and the first news I saw was, "Oh, this band." So after that, this uh, they had like you know regular sessions of like bands coming on um, Music Bank mm-hmm. or Music Core, but they got rid of that. Right. And there was like a whole like few years of no like indie band on Damn. television, and that kind of killed it. Um. And then I guess like the popularity <laughs> of just uh rock music fading mm-hmm. is another thing why is rock music's popularity going down um i think it also has to do with the attitude of a lot mm-hmm. of the artists because mm-hmm. they have like a very elitist mindset and a lot of the listeners too um they like old shit oh like ac like the bands that i named yeah. beatles Led zeppelin yeah <laughs> like Half of them Jim are Hendrix. dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're not gonna be headlining, you know, any rock festivals anytime soon. So, yeah. and the people that do headline rock festivals, if you look at them, um, I mean, recent years now they're like just hip hop artists. Yeah. But like, uh, 
before it'll be like you know old bands like ACDC, which is like Foo Fighters. Yeah, Foo Fighters is old though. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah, like I'm they're they've sure. been around since n- mid nineties. Oh yeah. So like yeah. people have a very strong attachment to the old shit mm-hmm. in the uh, rock industry, I guess, and. I feel like a lot of the new artists that try new stuff mm-hmm. get shunned a lot. Mm. So that's why I think it failed to evolve mm. as much. But I've seen a very big comeback of like emo rock. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know, Machine Gun Kelly's doing it. All the hip hop people are doing it. Tomorrow by Together. Yeah, you yeah. Know oh, yeah, yeah. The, you know? the new song. What was it called? Uh, Loser Lover. Yeah, that, Lover, was, that was 100% like emo rock. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one before that, the... With the girl, sorry, sorry. Oh the, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's making a comeback that mm. way. Yeah. yeah. I see. Okay. Okay. Um. But it's very sad the Korean indie scene. Why don't you be like <laughs> the pioneer for like making it come back? Like, is it would it be really hard to get Sesonyeon? Sesonyeon. Would it be really hard to like get them to be booked at a gig or like? interview them on like DKTK TV like what is uh, their I've heard them a lot of, of, of them a lot yeah. but like what is their like barrier to entry not barrier to entry but, I like, saw them on the streets a few times oh really <laughs> really like chilling but uh um I mean I don't think it would be hard for us to get Sesonyeon mm-hmm. uh on on our channel the thing is like the, the interest in Korean indie is pretty low internationally as well I feel there's like only a few artists that are like, I guess, making it mm. like PB, for example. PB's indie. I guess she's not indie indie. She's under like ti- uh, Tiger JK. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but still, like she she was she could be considered indie, ish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But what about like Adoy? Adoy. Adoy. Yeah. But like, if we have Adoy on our channel, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of our viewers would be interested, and it's kind of sad, really. Like. Because uh, we had a lot of great indie artists on our channel as well. Mm. Um, like one of them, her name is Cacophony, and mm-hmm. she actually received like indie album of the year Ooh. or something from like the Korean music something something. <laughs> but she's 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 got like a really big award, uh-huh. and not many people cared. And yeah. her music's really great, but like not many people care. So like I kind of realized like it's a whole different market, and it's a very small market. I, that also makes me think of the that series that you you know have since stopped with the critic. Oh yeah, that one. I love that series so much. Unfortunately, no one liked. I know. <laughs> A lot of the yeah yeah like, yeah. I, I want like liked, serious but... music criticism in uh, K-pop, but no one liked it. So yeah. You should get Sesonyeon on the channel. I'll try. Yeah, maybe David won't like it. <laughs> he's, he's very anti-indie <laughs> David Okay um, Now second to last question Okay um, In terms of media outlets In the Korean indie scene Are there any That you would like Love to be featured on? Oh are you like Giving me an offer? Are you gonna pitch me around? <laughs> uh, if I had the connects Reverse And <laughs> <laughs> Venue live you know, Sponsored <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very indie platform Weavers. Okay. Um. Honestly, I I I'm just doing whatever like pe- people ask me to do. Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I honestly don't really care how many people watch. I see. Or, cause I don't really care. Like that. At the end of the day, I don't really care. Oh, uh, so you're just like I'm here. 
having fun having fun that's good <laughs> it's a hobby it's yeah, a yeah, yeah 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 to me to me to me yeah to me what oh chimi ah yeah it's a chimi yeah 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 i was like to me uh yeah it's uh at the end of the day like uh we're we're just doing it for fun mm. and yeah it's Okay. Yeah, it's to get me away from my depression. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, I only make sad songs. Mm, <laughs> our okay. our uh, keyboardist was complaining. Why are you so fucking depressed in all your songs? Because <laughs> actually, like, did he say that? Uh, yeah, yeah it's a she. Anna, oh, Anna. oh, she said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, she basically told me like, because we have a lot of unreleased music that I share around, mm. and uh, they're all like. I'm alone. I hate myself. <laughs> I'm not enough. <laughs> uh-huh. And I pretend, oh, it's about this character, but at the end of the day, maybe it's, it's about me. <laughs> it's me. Oh my god. Well, a lot of people are sad these days, or just in general, all the time. So just to hear hear someone, yeah, you know, yeah, to hear someone help, you know, Be reflect sad. that. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, this their depression. <laughs> <laughs> I used to never listen to song lyrics, and then this year I was uh. particularly sad. Um, oh. and what song did you listen to? Oh, there are a, I could I could name you a few, but a lot of like uh, Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> that could fit the narrative. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it could. But but uh, no, I listen to a lot of like you know those breakup back uh, and forth. Oh. You're not good for me, but I can't stop. Goddamn by I am. Oh yeah. Uh, and amongst other songs but either way um but now i listen to them i'm like oh wow like i'm so glad there's so many sad songs out here because i can relate to exactly Uh, what they're saying yeah i mean taylor swift everyone's freaking out about her songs and and, you know yeah uh one of those songs i could totally relate to there's so many songs i could go on i was literally listening to some yesterday it was like Uh, tear by bts i was listening uh, to i can't think of the other ones Mm -hmm. no it was like it was It was it was Dr. Bebe by Pentagon. Oh. That song. Is that song sad? Yeah, but it's really intense and it's uh. really I think it's Pentagon's like really first like dark sort of song. Uh. And funny enough, Kino from Pentagon, uh. he recommended Sesonyan. Oh, on, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. You should listen to Black Skirts. That's also my one of my favorite indie bands. Do you okay. know Black, Black Skirts? Skirts? No. Okay. I okay. recommend. Yeah. I'll look up I'll look them up. Um, do you like Foster the People? Mm. You do? Okay. Yeah. For me, don't hate me, but whenever I listen to K-pop songs, mm-hmm. it's hard. Like, as a sad person, it's hard. Oh. It's too, like, even the sad songs mm-hmm. is, like, there's a lot of, like, hard beats, right? Mm. And, like, I listen to K-pop when I'm feeling good, but I don't oh. listen to K-pop when I'm feeling bad. For me, it's, like, I'm more about, like, The really, really depressed people. Mm. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I don't know, Elliot Smith. Do you know Elliot Smith? I've heard of him. Yeah, it's this really depressed guy. Really? Yeah, he died. He yeah. died? Yeah, but, uh, well, people die. <laughs> okay, obviously. <laughs> you will die one day. Surprise. I will, unfortunately. You might live on in the metaverse, though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Ready Player One. Okay. I don't want to <laughs> How do you Unless, feel how about do I feel? going into the metaverse? Have, do you, have you played Zepetto before? I've looked at it. Yeah. Never played it. Have, Have you? you? I I I made an item to sell, like a hat. Yeah. To sell. Yeah. Well, Danny, we'll have another four <laughs> hours to talk about this. 
Okay. I you guys should make a whole. You know what your next thing should be? You should make a. You should make a metaverse like music video. Mm, that blocks. That yes yes. <laughs> make a metaverse music video. Oh oh shit! Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. Thank you. You better. Yeah. Credit me. I'll I'll have you in the video too. Like, oh I'll really? I'll make an Emily Roblox <laughs> character. <laughs> okay. What is what are Pierre's future goals? Okay, we hear we you have a six member and a girl. Yeah. A one female. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> weird. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> okay. What are your future goals? You have a girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are what is what is the what is next for Pierre? Uh. Um. Well, we're gonna record an album. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, uh, we have about four or five songs ready mm -hmm. uh, to record. And we're gonna make a few music music videos, and then we're also performing a big gig in January of more than a hundred people. Ooh! Uh, with a few other bands. In Hongdae. I don't know. Uh, also, this I don't know about. Yeah, I just I just do whatever people tell me to do. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, play play guitar here, okay? <laughs> oh my play God. guitar here, okay? Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, but before we go to Danny's performance of the song, Danny, can you tell people where they can find Pira? Uh, uh, you can find us on YouTube. It's a little hard because we're nobodies. <laughs> P-I-R-A. Mm -hmm. Apparently there's another band from like Colombia or some shit. Oh, really? <laughs> that's, like, that's like Pira. Uh -huh. uh, so we're competing with them. But uh, yeah, apparently Pira means like crazy or something. Pira. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're competing with them, but Pira, uh, it's like a icon of a flower. And you can also find us on Instagram, band underscore Pira. And yeah, uh, on DKDK TV, you can find me. because We didn't ask. I'm kidding. No, okay. okay. You can DK, find DK, more DK of TV. my <laughs> lovely personality. DKDK TV. Yeah. And uh, on Instagram, you guys are DKDK TV. And on Twitter, you guys are DKDK TV 92, right? Yeah, don't follow us on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> and then Danny's Instagram is at Yumstagram. G Y U M Stagram. Yes. There you I'll go. put that on the corner of the video. Thank you, Danny. Right. Thank you guys for listening. If you're still oh, here. That was a long ass podcast. <laughs> We're gonna go to okay. Danny's performance. Uh before we go to that though, make sure to if you want to keep up with Revolutionize the Stage podcast, unlike Danny, mm. you can okay. follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rev the Stage Pod and keep up with all the concerts that Venue Live has on VenueLive.com and at Venue underscore live on Instagram and Twitter. And we also have a Facebook as well. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Let's go to Danny's performance. Okay. Yay. Okay. Uh, this one is called FaceTime Lovers. <laughs> This is a song uh, that's gonna be on our next album. It's actually a song I wrote because I'm in a long distance relationship and we're FaceTime lovers. And uh, it's a song that's gonna be sung by me on the album because it's a very personal song. And I've been singing it in uh, our gigs um, ever since I wrote it. And I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> But it gets the message through, so, yeah. <clears throat> Good? 사랑인 줄 몰랐었죠 우정은 아닌 것 같았지만 아무 사이 아닐까 두려웠죠 
<laughs> oh, really? Okay. That was good. Yeah, I made a bit, bit of a mistake.